Yeah. So last week, uh, obviously I was sick. We had the flu pod. Uh, this is, uh, the, the return of the Jedi. Uh, I'm back after two hospital, uh, visits this past week. Uh, I was ER in visits. urgent care and the, one of them was the emergency ER. I was in the emergency room. The yeah, other one I, was urgent care. I thought for a period of time, um, you might've developed scurvy over the weekend you know the the old like uh yeah. sea disease that sailors would get yeah i yeah, no, i no, needed no, i, I needed to have that. my orange slices i mean i i didn't. Uh, no it was there was a moment that uh that there was some concern there but you know i was sitting there contemplating my options and i said you know what even if i'm if i'm uh, if i'm put in the hospital i'm still here i'm fucking recording this episode we're putting this shit out uh, ever, um, obviously I'm not there, but just thought that came to mind with you, you know, you were flying a lot last week, going to Minnesota and stuff. My first thought was how many, how many weird looks did you get on the plane when you, you know, coughed once or twice? Uh, what was everyone like, uh, is this guy in row? I don't know. 19 C is he okay? Is he fine? You were actually pretty close to what my seat was. Uh, but um 17f but uh no i did not really get any looks i i wasn't really coughing that much either way it Just was more so profusely. i sweating profusely and uh feeling maybe a little nauseous and little, very congested nothing, nothing crazy uh though. the 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 big i had a, i might have had a fever on the plane um but the the, <laughs> the big <laughs> the big the big thing more so was once i got to minnesota uh things got exponentially worse exponentially quickly um so my entire time there was basically spent at the hospital but i am here now uh we rally for the water boy for the water boy faithful out here um, it was, it was, there was no missing this, miss missing this episode. No, it was going to no, happen no matter no, what. There was if no I'm in surgery, but if I was in the OR, oh, I'm not getting anesthesia. We're I'm recording doctor, this while I'm we're, live. We're telling the doc like, Hey, you got to put this surgery on hold for like two hours. Like we got to rip a pod right just, now. Just uh, put me, put me on dialysis. Let's just go. And, uh, I'll, uh, I'll be good. Yeah. I think, I think we should make a promise right now to the Waterboy pod that if, if either of us need, let's say, a non-serious surgery, that we will do it awake and live stream our facial reactions to the surgery live. Well, let's just make that promise now. To there might be some faithful. ethical. There might be some ethical issues there, but uh, hey, hey, this is okay. all content. This is all for you guys. So uh, I, it, I, I can it understand is. That. It is. Uh, but it is. What a week! What what a weekend of sports. Football season's done, but it, it doesn't matter. Football season is still going. So without you, uh. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, no, I was, I was what, what else you got? No, I was just saying you're doing the intro. I was just saying you're doing the intro. Uh, yeah, I yeah, thought you were I, just rolling it. No, no, no. But what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Waterboy podcast. Today it is episode uh, 107. 107. 107. 107. Kind of getting moving here, people. Uh, Kind of getting things in place. What a weekend of sports. We had a UFC fight on Saturday. We had the Masters, of course. We're massive dimple heads on this podcast. Everett and I, we watch every single stroke throughout the entire tournament. Uh, MLB, You're not a big stroke fun. guy. MLB wasn't, wasn't the most fun weekend for us, but but no, some great news. Great news in the football offseason. Some phenomenal things developed over the weekend, uh, specifically for me. But what a weekend. We got to get right into it, Everett. There's no better way to start off this episode. Then with the UFC fight, of course, Israel Adesanya 
knocking out his arch nemesis, Alex Pereira. But there is nothing better than Israel Adesanya holding a years-long grudge with Pereira's five-year-old son. Well, now that the kid's like like 12, but at the time, Pereira's five-year-old son, uh, Izzy had quite a grudge. So when Pereira KO'd Izzy years ago in kickboxing, that was their third fight, by the way. And because that was yeah. only their second fight in the UFC and it's tied, they're going to have a, a quad, a quadrilogy, a, a, a quad, a quadology. A qua- yeah. Not, not trilogy, but quad. Quadology. Quad- I think it's yes. quad, quad, quadology. Quad, quad, quadology. Quadrology. That's what they're going to have. Quadrology. Yeah. Uh, there you go. But when Pereira KO'd Izzy in kickboxing years ago, Pereira's son at the time was like five years old and he mocked Izzy by lying on the ground in the ring, pretending to be knocked out years ago. Then, after Izzy KO'd Pereira He's got that Saturday, dog in him. Yeah. After, after Izzy KO'd Pereira over the weekend, at the time, Pereira's kid, the same five-year-old kid who's now older, was in the crowd crying immediately when his dad lost. So what else then, uh, I guess, top five, top three UFC fire in the world, Izzy, what else is he going to do than specifically find Pereira's son, see that he's crying, and then continue to mock his knocked out father by laying on the ground and making the kid cry even more? I'm not going to lie. It, it, it sounds like the uh, the real rivalry here is not between Izzy and Pereira. Yeah. It's between Izzy and Pereira's child. So the best part about all of this effort was in the post-fight interview, Israel Adesanya was asked, about why he played dead on the ground. And he said, yeah, I remember that first time Pereira got me, I saw his little kid lying on the ground mocking me. And th- these are quotes from Israel Adesanya. That little asshole, if his father isn't going to knock some sense into him, I'll do it myself. So this time when I knocked his dad out, he's like, you bet your ass. The first person I looked for was him. So Israel Adesanya didn't even try to hide from the fact that he has beef with a literal toddler he's he admitted it which makes it this, so much better so much better the the, the toddler the his his kid is is might be sent on like a, a revenge like training montage now so there the next be, time they, they fight like <laughs> there would be nothing nothing more you know more movie like more poetic than if Pereira's son then now uses this as motivation to train and become the next great ufc fighter there would be no greater story and also with him his first fights against Izzy or something. Off Izzy, like in the like yeah. nothing could be better than that. If like, only his it, like obviously if his kid was a little bit older, it would probably happen yeah. differently. But, but like yeah. imagine his kid's like 18, 19, even 20 right now. Oh like this so it was God. a little bit longer ago. So Izzy now they really can trade like Khabib did and just fight the kid. <laughs> like literally what Khabib did like with Conor McGregor's coaches after he won that fight. Izzy might have just jumped yeah. the ring and literally ripped that kid's head off if he was 19. Who I knows? believe that's called assault. Well, it, according to the UFC, it, it is assault because Khabib and Connor were both suspended for those uh, altercations. Okay. Even though they were like the most entertaining thing since Malice at the Palace, but it, it was phenomenal. It, it, all the all these things were phenomenal. Izzy mocking a seven year old kid. Nothing is funnier than that. Um, uh, I'm speaking I'm, of team izzy but i'm now fully team izzy after that i'm 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 team five-year-old child oh okay i want to see well, him train i, I want to see now. him train 
I think he's nine. Let's nine year old child. I want to see. He's got that dog in him. Okay. We saw him. He was taunting already at the age of five, the ripe old age of no, no, five. No, yeah. yeah like, this kid has taunting. balls. Okay. Okay. This kid has balls. All right. Oh, yeah. This no, no, is no, a trained UFC sad. fighter that, 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 that he, he's taunting. Right. And he you know, has the mama mentality. Now, now, now he has the means, the motivation to train, to, 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 Go on exactly. this revenge tour. Exactly. No, to no, no. Beat I, the shit out of Izzy. I could not have said it better myself. Ever. I, I'm. I'm really excited to see the future of Pereira's son. I think he could. He could be one of the scariest fires in the UFC. Um, when he becomes of uh of size. Shit. He might even fight uh, before he gets 18. You know that there was a guy fighting over the weekend who, when he made his UFC debut, he was still in high school. I think he might still be in high school. That's guy, sick. Raul Rosas, but like. Literally, yeah, imagine, yeah, yeah, yeah. imagine you're studying. He was like a senior, yeah, a senior test, in high school. And then it's like, oh, wait, guys, sorry. I'm going to have to take a week off to go prepare for my UFC fight against like a 29-year-old black belt. So, guys, and, I'll and see win. you week. Yeah, and no, no, win. And win his first fight. So, he didn't win this most recent one, but it's all right. The dude is legitimately like younger than us, which is mind-boggling to me. Mind-boggling. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, you were talking about... You were talking about Malice of the Palace, though. Uh, so speaking of that, uh, the other day, as Minnesota sports go, as you know, Minnesota sports go, just absolute heartbreak and turmoil and bullshit. Uh, you know, the Gophers lose in the the hockey championship. The only reason I know about that is because I was in Minnesota. Otherwise, I have zero idea that it was a yes. Yeah. <clears throat> um, they won. <clears throat> Uh, they now have as many rings as Aaron Rodgers does. Anyways, um, over the weekend, uh, the Timberwolves played in their final game. I believe it was yesterday. They played the Pelicans uh, for a spot and a seating for play-in. And um, oh, Rudy Rudy Gobert, Captain COVID himself, uh, people just really doing Rudy Gobert video things. of him touching all the microphones. Like, oh my yeah, God. Uh, Rudy Rudy it, has wow. a tendency. Rudy has a tendency to uh, put his hands in places they don't belong. Oh, um, wow, Everett. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, Rudy Gobert threw fists at his own teammate over the weekend here. Um, yeah, and he even threw it against a former how are you UCLA so soft? player, and I'm still against him. I, I don't how, like how UCLA are you? How are you? How, I, just, still... I, I just, I don't understand how you're that soft. Like, basketball itself is a game of chirping, and... If you're if you're getting chirped like you're getting chirped by your own teammates, Teenage. okay, like that just happens. That no multiple like multiple teammates. The whole if you're getting was Kyle Kyle Anderson. Kyle Anderson, Kyle Anderson was like the the biggest guy, but everybody was on his side. Well, uh, so also, if you're getting yeah, keep going, keep going. If you're getting chirped by your teammates because you're not doing shit, like you literally are not playing your position. Maybe you know you should take the criticism and just try playing. A little bit like they're asking you to play and see how it works before I don't know you resort to immediately trying to assault your teammate. I also think um, I, I'm forgetting who it was, but immediately when Rudy Gobert pushed Kyle Anderson, the first the first other uh, T Wolves player to respond like immediately pushed Rudy back and was getting in Rudy's face like, "Bro, what the hell did you just do?" So I I'm gonna go back to the Jazz a little bit, Everett. I'm not sure if you remember, but do you remember? the disconnect between Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert near the end of their stint in Utah. Now I know a lot of those were maybe heightened or like it's, propelled by it, uh, Rudy Gobert's it started like with stance with COVID and that, 
it started I, with Rudy Gobert putting his hands in places no, no, that yeah, didn't yes. belong. Yes. No, no, it, it lit, like people really forget that. Like, I'm a firm believer that if Rudy Gobert, Rudy Gobert shut the world down, if Rudy Gobert doesn't touch all those microphones, then maybe the NBA doesn't suspend the season like that. And I truly believe that the NBA canceling their games was like the first step to the United States being like, we need to go fully, fully like virtual and stuff. Yeah. Like I, I truly believe like, because it all started with the NBA suspending play. Then the tournament got canceled. Then baseball got delayed. I guess at the time NFL, their big thing was like, Oh, the draft is like now the, virtual. They're in like, the free they were off season. So yeah. Okay, really. free, free but like, there were so many things that all came in place. And I truly believe it started with Rudy Gobert. I, I truly believe that. Like, I, I think it all started with Rudy but, Gobert. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> as Rudy Gobert likes to destroy things, um, he, he is now suspended from the team for the play-in game the play versus, game. The Lakers, versus the Lakers. Versus the Lakers. Versus the Lakers tomorrow. He's not even there. He's back in Minnesota. suspended by the Jazz? Or not the Jazz, the T-Wolves or by the NBA? Yes. I, it was no the by the T-Bulls team. Yes. The team okay. decided okay. to suspend Just him. Sure. So he he's not even traveling. He's suspended, and well, also, he's got I, a massive contract. So I don't wouldn't do even it. want him to be sitting on the bench. He'd just be sitting there moping and no. complaining. I do think though the one no. thing with Rudy no. Gobert that bitching. really what really pissed me off is that he goes around and he's kind of he's under the impression. I feel like he's I'm under the impression that he is demanding respect out of the other NBA players, and he thinks he deserves this level of respect for being the best defensive player in the league for multiple years. And so he kind well, of Well, guess what? The, like the best defensive player... Guy. The best defensive player in the league for the last couple of years couldn't fucking block shots the other day, which is why I threw fists at, at Kyle Anderson. No, that... And it's um, also, it's just like, I swear, these, like, locker room, like, chemistry problems were there in Utah. They're now back here again in Minnesota. Like... Rudy Gobert, the, he's a cancer to the locker room. He's Eli. Also, Adams. the the thing is, like, <laughs> wow, wow. Okay, um, yeah. I like yeah. that. I but, but, um, look. So, so obviously, you don't want to move and stuff. But the the bigger thing out of this whole thing is two. There's two, two, two things. Okay, first thing that I think is hilarious is when Draymond. You remember when Draymond Green got suspended because he he tried to beat the shit out of Jordan Poole at the start of the season. You remember that? Mm-hmm. Uh, Rudy Gobert, when that happened, tweeted out. He like made a tweet basically calling Draymond soft as shit. And Draymond Green kept the receipts. And when this happened, he tweeted back the exact same thing uh, to Rudy, basically to Rudy Gobert. I'll, I'll be honest. I was saying this the other day, too. I, I love how old NBA players who were playing in like the eighties and nineties are still beefing online to this day. I love it. I love how anytime Isaiah Thomas makes a public appearance, it's just, yeah, I'm better than Michael Jordan. All of his rings are bullshit. Like I love that. He is still that pissed off about it to this day that I hope in 30 years and 40 years, Everett, I, I want Draymond green and uh, like Grant Williams and, uh, any controversial figure to still be in the league talking it's the shit. it's I want it's it the so it's, badly it's it's isaiah thomas's i had all the requirements yeah but 
I, I didn't get selected, buttons, but I did like I I fit the criteria, but I wasn't selected. Yeah. It's literally that. selected. Like, it's like I damn, fit the criteria. <laughs> it's so unbelievably funny how they they still um, to this day hate each other so much. I love it. Yeah, I but love it. but so that's one thing. That's one thing. The other thing is after Rudy Gobert got ejected, essentially, and they were in the locker room, they were yelling. He got sent home. Um, what's his name? Uh, I think it's Jaden McDaniels. Is like the mm-hmm. the Wolves like up yeah, and coming defensive the- star. Uh, he punched a wall broke for whatever hand. reason. Broke I don't know. It broke his hand. Um, but, but, uh, you know, the thing that I, I really don't understand is why, why, like, why Rudy would go bear was just such a piece of shit. Who knows? It's possible. Um, the you thing that I think is the most out. hilarious is out of, out of all of this. Um, I don't know if he's playing or not, but, but if he does play the, the Timberwolves still have their top three players playing on 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 tomorrow because Rudy Gobert is not Points one of their wise. top three players. Points scoring wise, no, just he's just general. not one of their best players. Oh, okay. he's just not one wow. of <laughs> Anthony Edwards, uh, Anthony Edwards, Carl Anthony Towns, and and Jaden McDaniels are their best three players right now. But yeah, also I, on yeah. top of, I think I think that it's 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 hilariously sad that between last year and this year. The Timberwolves are in the exact same spot after giving up so much to get Rudy Gobert when they had this team that the locker room was fantastic. Pat Bev was great for the for the city, for for the fans, for the team. And when they won that and, playing game, like literally one of the oh, funniest just going reactions crazy. I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, the, going on the the announcement. Yeah, table. exactly. But instead of having that they wanted to do better and they traded everything for Rudy Gobert and cut and traded some of those players and they're in the same spot. Yeah. They're in the same spot. Yeah. It's just sad. We were saying earlier that, you know, adding, adding Gobert, adding Gobert can really help out cat. Let him play the four, not have to be that interior presence down low. Only issue is the guy you brought in to be that interior defensive presence. Isn't quite living up to the bill that he was, um, you know, frame to be. So yeah, NBA, the things are nuts right now. Uh, regular season's over right now with all, all the way things are going. I'm going to be the annoying Lakers fan. So if you don't want to hear this, feel free to keep going. But Lakers, best record in the NBA since the All-Star break, Everett. And I thought Anthony Davis like broke his ankle two weeks ago. I was like, this is just vintage Lakers. Of course, right before the playoff starts, everyone gets hurt again. But AD's playing, LeBron's playing, D'Lo played the other night. The boys are kind of healthy. And this is such a weird year of the NBA ever that you actually wanted to be a lower seed than a mid-tier seed when you're looking at the standings, at least of the Western Conference playoffs ever. The Nuggets are the one seed, okay? The two Mm -hmm. seed is the Grizzlies, which we know how they've been going this year. Uh, with jaw and then the three seed every ever, which way the three seed is the sacramento kings the sacramento the kings seed. or the three seed everett so the sacramento kings for being the three seed really good year going 48 and 34 how do they get rewarded oh yeah with a date with the golden state warriors in round one the former <laughs> nba chance everett uh 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 wait a where are the suns at where the sun's at the four seed the clippers and suns are playing round one everett no matter what either kd a great series. is getting bounced round one or Kawhi leonard and the clippers are going to get bounced round one after being on the team for four years now paul george is out but uh, i want yes, the suns P. to win that round 
don't worry, so Russell. The Clippers. Well, get Russell Westbrook every is, year after assembling their fucking god squad. Don't worry, Russell Westbrook will carry your oh, team. Yeah. What, what I am promise I you. No, no, no. They, they got a big. Th- well, I mean, yeah, maybe their big two's gone, but they got a new big two with Russ and Kawhi, so it's all fine. Uh, I guess we can't really talk that much shit about the Clippers because the Clippers have now beaten the Lakers eleven straight times in the regular we don't, season. We don't. Bring, we don't. We don't. Don't bring that up. I, I'm just. Up. We didn't say anything. I just didn't say anything. Thinking about this though, that's that's legitimately absurd. Eleven. Yeah. It... The Lakers haven't been the Clippers since the bubble, Everett. Since the bubble. That's also with a without Kawhi for yeah. a long time. And it's all of those factors you consider. Of course, there have been many games where LeBron and AD weren't playing, but it's like Kawhi literally plays seven games a year. So it's like we, we lost 11 straight to the Clips. I mean, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. But I think that's enough. enough well, give him false, false hope. I think that's enough NBA talk for the day. We're, this is the one time of the year where I'm truly, truly super into NBA finals and stuff. Playoffs begin, I think, I think this tomorrow. week, Everett. Tomorrow? Play-ins are tomorrow. Play-ins are tomorrow. The play-ins, okay. So, yeah, things are moving in the NBA. We're about to get deep into it. Last year, both of us accurately predicted the Warriors a win 4-2. And I specifically mentioned that I think the Warriors are going to be down 2-1 and win three straight, which happened. So I'm going to give myself flowers. Uh, I I am 100% an NBA expert, 1,000%. I study the game. I, I learn about it all day. That's the only thing I look at. So this year, while we're at it, Everett, our quick predictions for NBA Finals and the winners. Wait, wait till wait, wait till after the plans. Okay, okay, we'll wait. Till wait till after, after the, the plans. plans. We'll wait till after the plans. I I have a feeling though that Milwaukee Bucks. Milwaukee Bucks might get something done this year. Okay, Milwaukee Bucks. That, that's my team that I'm keeping my eye on right now. Uh, but okay, for time to time to hit up some some MLB. Uh, before we get to the depressing part, uh, the Tampa Bay Rays are inevitable, Everett. Shout out to you. Your preseason World Series pick, Tampa Bay Rays, are off to the hottest start in baseball, 9-0. and According to my knowledge, the last time I can remember an MLB team starting well they're not 10 and 0 yet but we're gonna assume that they're gonna win today but the last time i remember they're definitely not now that i said that last time i remember a team going 10 and 0 in the mlb was the chicago cubs in 2016 when they finally won their ring and ended the drought that's the last time i can remember a team starting off this hot and the rays are now 9 and 0 and have won every single game by at least four runs Everett. so these games haven't even been close uh the really interesting part about all of this, though, Everett, is how cheap their team is. The Rays have mm. the third-ranked least expensive payroll in the MLB at $62.5 million, but they are undefeated right now. Moneyball, baby. The Dodgers, money ball. the Dodgers are literally paying two players more money than the entire Rays team, including minor leaguers. So when you just think about that, just, just looking at it, it's – it's like, how the hell are the Rays doing this? How is it even possible to be a 9-0 and MLB team with the third lowest payroll? You look at their lineup and all of their legitimate killers are on such cheap contracts. Wander Franco is probably a top five shortstop in the MLB and he's getting paid $2 million. 
Okay. Like Randy Arozarena right now. They're just all taking one for the team. He's hitting like a top 10 player in the MLB and he gets 4 million. No, no, it's not Tay for team. It's the way the MLB contract set up. These guys aren't even eligible to get their big money in like four years from now. So they can run this back for like another three years on cheap contracts. And the Rays, their scouting department has just been so phenomenal to be able to put them in a position to have guys on such cheap contacts produce and perform and get your team to a 9-0 standing to start off the year. So Tampa Bay Rays front office. I mean, it all makes sense. Our guy, Andrew Friedman, came from the Rays. I mean, he set up the the foundation and groundwork for their farm system and look what he's done with the Dodgers. We've had like the I mean, also where is he originally? Where is he, he where is he originally from? Where is he originally from? Andrew Freeman Tulane. So he learned everything he knew at New Orleans. It, everything is coming full circle here. Uh but we had to shout out the Tampa Bay Rays. What what they're doing right now is absurd. It, it's Yeah, I'm, I'm 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 very proud. I'm very proud right now. Now, now time for the depressing part. Uh, the LA Dodgers. This is going to be a long <clears> season. <throat> this is going to be a long season, boys. Um, we have long season till the trade deadline. We have been long season till the trade deadline for nearly a decade now with just unbelievable pitching, specifically relief pitching. And unfortunately, we just don't have it anymore, guys. We just don't have it. Uh, a lot of people are. I see I've, I've been on team Dave Roberts is the problem for a really long time, but it's not yeah, even I was on his that fault. last season. <laughs> it's not even his fault right now. Okay. Like it's not, it's not Dave's fault that Michael Grove's given up eight runs. Okay. I mean, that's not on Dave. That's just, holy shit. We cannot get outs right now against the diamondbacks. Uh, I guess if there's one positive takeaway from this ever, we don't play the Diamondbacks again until Arizona. So like August. we don't need to think about or, or, or Arizona until August. Till so Arizona. To, I was just thinking A. So we don't need to we don't need to think about them for a while. Wait, okay? you were thinking A. Oh, 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 oh. I, I think you're thinking like August. No, no, I was just A August. Miss misspoke there. But we don't need to worry about them for what? One, two, three, four months. So we can forget hmm. about that temporarily. Uh we got our eyes on a San Francisco right now, though. Got a midweek series with San Francisco. Big, big midweek series. We got to get the ball rolling, guys. Uh, we're just losing three straight. Losing three straight to the Diamondbacks is... A full series. No, no, no. They won game one. Did not get swept. Okay. But, but it's just, you never, you never want to see that. And we've been spoiled. We've been spoiled with relief pitching. And we just don't have it anymore. And things need to change. Uh, last thing I wanted to bring up, Everett, this is my concern, and this is this this is going back to my James James Outman how I'm concerned point. Uh, according to his baseball savant page, Everett James Outman obviously has been one of the best hitters on the Dodgers this year. I think he has like a 1200 1300 OPS right now. Been going deep a lot, getting extra base hits. Yeah, he's one of the best guys. one of the best hitters in the MLB right now. Doing really well. These are um, these are my slight concerns, Everett. Right now, Everett James Outman is posting up very very high percentile numbers in a lot of hitting categories so 96 percentile weighted expected on base 98 percentile in barrel percentage 94 percent in expected slugging 95 percent walk rate 93 percent sprint speed all very impressive numbers the one thing ever that very striking on this list he ranked in the bottom five percent bottom fifth percentile of whiff rate and bottom 16% percentile 
of strikeout rates. Everett, this sounds to me like we truly found Cody Bellinger 2.0. It is strikeout or home run. We truly found Bellinger 2.0. And right now it's working. It's working. Fucking swing away, babe. Swing away. But Everton, you know what? I think I think in a it, month or two, when there's more information, ever remember he's only had thirty five plate let's, appearances. Let's so let's far. be honest. In, let's in be honest here, two, though. When when teams start teams start learning a little bit more about his stats, and uh, I'm concerned about yeah. But but also let's 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 rate. let's be let's be honest though. One, technically, this is his rookie season. Okay. Yes. So, yes. One hundred percent. Give him that. Give him that. <clears throat> two. If he was basically another Cody Bellinger, I think every Dodgers fan would be fine with that. Obviously, Cody's got some issues lately, but if you're going to say, all right, this is going to be a repeat of Cody Bellinger from his rookie year to what he is right now, and we're going to go on that track record with Alman, I'd take rookie of the year winner Cody Bellinger right now. I would do that. I, I'm not sure. Give me gold glove, Bellinger. I'm not sure if it's quite... If it's quite gonna hold up, we'll see. I I want it to happen, Everett. I want I, I want it to happen. I my one concern right here, Everett, is that let's say let's say we get to the postseason. Say say Amon does have a good year. He's batting fifth in the lineup for the playoffs, right? Am I gonna get 2019 Max Muncy at Altman where he's hitting bombs and a true threat in the lineup? Or am I getting last year Max Muncy who goes up and strikes out every single also this year Max time? Muncy? Yes, I need to know when I'm just getting... Max Muncy. I just I need. Yeah, to know no, I, I get that, but also I think that if you're you're going to the playoffs, you you don't need Outman should not be the player you're worrying about. It should it should be Mookie and it should be Freddie because last year they did not do anything. No, no, true. Like I, so, I, it was the Trey Turner show. Want, it's just I. <clears throat> We no Trey Turner sucked ass last year in the playoffs. We, it's just, oh, sorry, need, Will Smith. It was the Will Smith show. I need consistent, consistent hitting. The one thing I, when we went up against Juan Soto in the Nationals in 2019, when we up against fuck Bryce Harper and Daniel fucking Murphy in the 2016 uh, playoffs, whenever we're going up against other teams' top hitters, I'm holding my breath every pitch. I'm holding my breath every single time they swing the bat. I'm deathly afraid when they have a chance to put a run on us. I don't feel that same level of excitement when our guys are batting. When our one through four is up at the plate, Everett, I'm like, can we at least just make contact and foul yeah, no, a pitch? I, I, it's the same thing. If start it, with that. Like, anytime I see the Padres up and, I, and I'm seeing Juan Soto, Tatis, Manny Machado, Machado, Tatis. Fuck it, even Jake worth. I'm scared. I'm shitting my pants. Last year, I was terrified of jerks in Profar. That should never happen. That should never, ever happen. I was truly, truly afraid of Trent Grisham last year, despite having like a 150 batting average in the regular season. I was afraid of him in the playoffs. It also and just kind of goes to show you how shitty our pitching has been in general. Th this year, it, it has it has gone down. It has gone down the drain. It, it is it is tough to watch, and it makes no sense. Uh, but I, I think some of this might relate to them will be cracking down on sticky stuff ever. I, I've no, it, it definitely, it definitely we, does. We have 1000% been cheating the hardest in the MLB when it comes to pitching over the past seven years. There there's nope. fraud alert, fraud no. alert, fraud alert. 
So we we have been cheating when it comes to pitching. And, and <laughs> the fire department literally just confirmed it. I'm just concerned, though, that, you know, we, we can't really cheat anymore. Like, I think the MLB did really crack down on this stuff. I, I think they did. And I'm kind of fuck you, MLB. It was kind of fucked up for you to do that. I, I just I think cheat. that the, the, the Dodgers... The Dodgers don't have one of the top pitchers in the MLB. I know people are going to say, like, oh, no, uh, Urias, or, or oh, no, you know, when when we get um, – We do. Urias is the top pitcher in the MLB. We do. When we get, not, when not we get starting, Bueller back. Not starting but problem. It's that's, the relievers. Oh. Oh. But I, I'm saying when I'm looking at the Dodgers, like, lineup, okay, like, <clears throat> relievers are an issue. But, like, I'm thinking back to the – when when we had uh, uh Bauer and Scherzer and like that year right like if I'm if I'm sitting there and I'm seeing that, that those are the pitchers this is the lineup I'm going through I'm not thinking about the relievers at all because I'm gonna get through seven innings with these pitchers and I'm shitting my pants about that well right I, now I, I'm, the- a, I'm, a, I'm a slightly contest you on that my one issue with the Dodgers offense is that we have a tendency you know put up a, a two run three run frame early on and then the offense lights off oh Game over. I just we said the, the pitchers game. are the the pitchers are going to get through like seven innings. No, no, I get that. So from a hitter hitter's perspective, let's say Scherzer's on the bump. You got Scherzer day, light light nice work, confidence booster having your ace on the mound. You put up a three run frame in the third inning, three zero game. For the rest of that game, hitting wise, there's zero sense of urgency at the plate. We have a three zero run lead. Fuck it, let's just go for home runs, boys. Let's try to boost our OPLs. Fuck it. We're, uh, I don't really care if we're on base. What, yada, yada, yada. And then we pull Scherzer. Or not even that last inning, Scherzer gives up a run or two. Now it's 3-2. And now suddenly, like, oh, there's some slight concern. We got to start hitting again, boys. Only issue is you can't just take four innings off mentally and then just suddenly turn it back on and you're just magically going to start hitting again. No, 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 no. These boys, in my opinion, I need to see more consistent effort throughout the game. And I, I am under the impression that when we get to the playoffs, and if there is a two o three o run lead early on, oh no, you're mental, That mental switch is off and is now. So I, I you know, you know how people talk about and the pitchers. You, you know how people talk down. about. You know how people talk about you know and 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 soccer or two o leads the most dangerous lead in in soccer or. And the NFL, a 28 to three lead against Tom Brady is, is the most most lethal lead in in the NFL. Seven zero lead in the NFL is one of the most dangerous leads. One one of the most dangerous. Uh, Truly the most dangerous lead to ever have is a three Oh lead. If you're the Dodgers, because you're going to lose. Or just any lead. um, (laughs) Early lead, like within the first three innings. Any, any early lead, any early lead you're fucked. Um, Look, I think that the key for the Dodgers here, obviously, it's only been what? It's been 12 games or 12, 12 games. games in. Okay, we're nine, nine games, games. 10 games in. Nine we're, games in. All right. So <laughs> it's it, no, like we're, yeah, we're not on life support. You this know, is an it, it's an overreaction. They'll, they'll the probably come around stuff. and fix some stuff. However, however, I mean, the Dodgers always kind of struggle against the Diamondbacks. Um, however, show, though, like, oh, how hard is it to hit against the Diamondbacks? Like, I could hit two home runs in a game off that i think that i think that (laughs) at the trade i think that at the trade deadline there's going to be some new pitchers on the team i think that that's going to be corbin burns to la movement today let's just get that out there now guys for real Um, though let's get corbin get the website up let's get the website up home my roommate 
is from Bakersfield. Corbin Burns is from Bakersfield. My roommate has been raving over Corbin Burns, uh, telling me about him all the time. And so I want him to be a Dodger. I want him to be a Dodger. That that cutter sinker duo, Everett, is going to be disgusting. And that's where the MLB is moving now with these crazy spin uh, sinkers. The splinker. The splinker. So, so th- these are, I, I truly believe that Corbin Burns would be one, one of the greatest pickups we could get uh, at the deadline. But I think that's enough MLB talk, Everett. I think. I think that's been plenty. Okay. Uh, quick little college football segment, Everett. Little, yeah, this is in Ohio State of the Union. The crystal balls are rolling in for Ohio. Oh, State I'm sorry. Game. I'm oh. sorry. I forgot one. I forgot one thing. Okay. No worries. No worries. No worries. Um, the, the LA Ohio Angels. The L- <laughs> the LA Angels <laughs> have once again cemented themselves as the most poverty franchise out of any team in any sports league, and yes, that includes Dan Snyder and the Commanders. Oh, I thought you were going to bring up the Chicago obviously, Bears. Thanks. Obviously, obviously, uh, you know, the Angels have been known for having great talent and players on their team and squandering it and being dog shit. But now that's going to their minor league teams. Oh, their minor league affiliate, the Trash Pandas, the managed City to Trash lose. Pandas. Managed to lose a no-hitter game. No. Five to seven. They had they gave up seven runs on a no hitter wait, wait, okay, in one real, inning. Now, okay, real quick, real quick. There's no way that eleven batters walked. I'm going to assume that there were errors made. There's, there was an error. There's a there's uh, I think two maybe, errors, maybe, a wild pitch, and a couple, and most of it was walks. I really wouldn't be surprised if he walked the first three batters. Center field bases error. were loaded. No, yeah, yes, bases that's... loaded. Center field error and three runs score, and then the bases loaded. It was somehow like got loaded again, and another error happens. They he had a wild pitch. Yeah, it, like okay, it does not. But get more but I'm just saying, I'm just, it's that is the Angels. That the Angels are the biggest poverty franchise in any sports league yeah, in the entire world. That is yeah. terrible. That is so bad. To pitch a no-hitter and get five runs of run support and you lose by two runs. I've actually never heard of Like, one of my favorite things recently, so Jack Flaherty, Harvard-Westlake guy, shout out the Mission League, drippiest guy in the Mission League right here. You're looking at him. But Jack Flaherty in, like, his first start went four innings, no hits, eight walks. Hey, like, it's, a, it's a no hitter. Yeah, no, I mean, he didn't give up any hits. Uh, I mean, didn't give up any hits, but he has a two whip. Uh, so, <laughs> hey, something to look at. Uh, it's just baseball, baseball is uh, hilarious right now. Uh, early season, the things are so funny. Like last year at the start of the year, Stephen Kwan had like an 800 on base through the first two weeks. It's like, what the hell is this sport? Uh, yeah, no, uh, baseball early season is also one of my favorite times, just seeing how much a hit changes your on base and batting average and stuff. Like in the third game of the year, it's like a James Outman home run boosted his OPS by like 1500. Like I'm like, this is, this is amazing. I just love this. Uh, But yeah. But yeah. The, the angels suck. Baseball. Angels suck. Like one of my favorite memes is that anytime you see an angels, like Twitter post, it's like Shohei Otani and Mike Trout have done Mike something Trout. that haven't been done since 
Tungsten Arm O'Doyle pitched for the Baltimore <laughs> Sabres in 1984 as the Cleveland Guardians. Yo, I have I have a fire truck this time. I'm glad you look at that. So it's official. We are literally we got two <laughs> separate fire departments in two states, kind of halfway across the country from each other, proving that the Angels are frauds. And who do, who do we call out? The Dodgers cheating? Yeah, the Dodgers cheating. When it comes Dodgers. To those are true. Those are those yeah. are both confirmed facts. But okay, Everett. Yeah. Time for a quick little Ohio State of the Union. Football season might might be over in terms of playing, but the recruiting world <clears throat> is is on fire right now, Everett. Recruits are all committing right now. They're all like I I think right now actually might be the worst time to be a college football coach. Okay. You're in spring uh, ball. You got spring practices. A lot of teams they're most is over now. There are a lot of teams like about to have spring uh their spring games. I'm pretty sure Ohio, yeah, Ohio State's spring game is this Saturday. So does that make this the last week of spring practice? Yeah, you're allocated a certain amount of practices from the NCAA, like legal practices. Typically, teams finish them before uh, the spring game. Yeah, uh, but right now, I think this is the worst time to be a college coach because you, you got your spring practice, you got that shit, and then immediately after, you're calling up like young kids, like class of 2024 and 25 kids. You're, you're literally calling up 16-year-olds right now like, hey, son, you want to come play for the Alabama Crimson Tide? The guy's like, yeah, no, that sounds great, but like, could you help me with my algebra too? <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I don't, it sounds so awful. Like, it sounds so awful. Like, shit, when I think to myself, like right now, like if I am interacting with like my friends, like high school, like siblings, I'm literally like, oh my, I don't even know how to communicate with you. This is a zero idea. Like I'm only They're just like, sitting there on their foot, like four drooling. years older than them. And I legitimately cannot even like communicate with them anymore. There's well, like so we said, different. there's a very, there's a very large gap in our generation than their generation. That's why we are the missing black IP generation. No, I, I truly and they believe are like, in, like <clears throat> I was under the impression that it was like the 2004 or 2005 is the cutoff. I'm, I'm an O2 baby. Like You're 2003. It's like O3. And not like, it's like O3. Like, like July 03 is the cutoff. Anything past that, you're a Gen Z iPad kid. Like we're, we're not even putting <laughs> that up for debate anymore. You're an iPad kid if you are born past July 2003. And I think if you're born from like 98 to that cutoff in 03, you're neither a millennial or Gen Z. You're an honorary member of the Black Eyed Peas. So we fall under that category. This isn't even, a good clip. Isn't even like a joke. Ask. I swear, 60% of Americans born between 98 and that July 03 cutoff can literally, at minimum, sing 80% of the words to, and tonight's gonna be a good night, and tonight's, yeah, literally 80% of Americans within that time can at least sing 80% of the lyrics of that song, 100%, 100%. So, oh, yeah. I think right now is just I mean, the if, worst if, time to be recruiting kids. Going if, back to that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Worst time. I was still on, I was still on the other roll. Uh, but yeah, the crystal balls are rolling in for Ohio State right now. Aaron Nolan, four-star lefty quarterback, and I did confirm he will be the first lefty quarterback in Ohio State history at minimum with uh, notable playing time. To ever play for a high look State. out for him with the lefty Dick Strong Award next year. Oh, honorary left. Well, I think we might have. 
well, he's has on some competition next year, thank God. So I, oh, well, okay. we're not, we're not revealing who's going to win it, but Michael Pratt's going to win it again next year. But the second back Pratt's to back. Gone, literally air Nolan, <laughs> like he has to win the lefty dicks round word every single year. Like he's a lefty, like he has to. Uh, has yeah. to. Yeah. So <laughs> good little point out there, Everett. But also <laughs> five four-star players have been crystal balled to Ohio state Everett. Wide receiver Jeremiah McLennan, linebacker Peyton Pierce, uh, Damarian Witten, tight end, and cornerback Bryce Young and Aaron Scott have all been crystal balled to Ohio State. Quarterback Bryce Young? Bryce West. Bryce West. Did I misspeak there? There you I go. definitely did. You said Bryce Young. Bryce they didn't realize West. that he's playing. Oh, no, no, no. He's actually going back in the transfer portal and uh, going to Ohio State next year. Uh, Bryce West and Aaron Scott, all crystal balled to Ohio State. It's now rolling in right now, but the best news is it's not it's not just receivers right now. We got the linebacker Peyton Pierce, and then we got corners in Bryce West and Aaron Scott to start getting some crystal balls to Ohio State. So all things right now are pointing to a hot, hot hand on the Ohio State recruiting trail, despite coming in 18th nationally in recruiting funds and only fifth in the Big Ten in recruiting funds. We're behind Rutgers, Everett. Rutgers spends more money than us. When it comes to recruiting players, yeah, you ever. said that last week. Think about that. Just let that marinate for like half a second, and then just just think how absurd that is. But Everett, now onto the NFL, and this time actually Bryce Young. Everett, Bryce Young is now the betting favorite to be the number one pick in the draft. Uh, uh it's a smokescreen. From what I've heard over the weekend, smokescreen. Panthers head coach Frank Reich wants AR fifteen, but everybody else in the org wants CJ Stroud. But now Bryce Young has been thrown into the mix. Uh, Everett, I wanted to point out. Uh, uh, I'm just going to say something real quick before okay. you point whatever out. Um, the Panthers also stated that they are fully willing to trade away the first overall pick. Which would, so, uh, just objectively speaking, would be hilarious. Just, uh, just stupid as shit. So hilarious. But <laughs> but um, I'm just throwing out the fact that I think the Panthers are not drafting Bryce Young. So the fact that he's a favorite, assuming this isn't a smoke screen, could mean there's something at the works over there to to have a trade happen. Just a little interesting that that that's the case. I don't think that the Panthers are drafting Bryce Young no matter what. So I, I, I think that it's CJ Stroud or, or I'm trying to look up. Has there ever been a season where the number one overall pick was traded twice? I cannot find I don't any think examples so. of it. We could make history here, Everett. You this hear is that, like a Panthers. scoragami for like draft picks. This could be the first time it ever happens. So I'm kind draft of draft analysts going to go crazy. Kind of on board. Yeah. Just, just for the shits and gigs purposes. How funny it would be if they give up DJ Moore. What if they, they traded back with the Bears? Like, what if they traded back with the Bears? Can we just redo it? But then like the Bears send everybody like, back. The Bears are like, actually, yes, let, let's do it. Let's do it. Fuck it. All right. It'd be it'd be fuck amazing. you bear fans. Let's go. It'd be a phenomenal. But uh, this was uh the one thing I want to point out though, Everett. Uh, I think. But God damn it! God damn it! God damn it! I had something. Shit! I lost it. I lost shit. it. Everett. I lost it. Good going. Good going, uh, man. Shit! I damn it. Damn uh, it. Uh, oh, but I technically, that's it. my fault. That's technically my fault. Oh, You're gonna point yeah. something out, and then I interrupted you. Oh, got it. Okay. I saw uh, one of our favorite NFL Twitter accounts at NFL Rumors. I saw a, an Ohio State fan. He screenshot this. It was great. Adam Sheffer 
posted or maybe not Shefty. It, uh, God damn it. It might've been wrapped, but they said the Carolina Panthers are, I don't know. Or Bryce Young is visiting with the Carolina Panthers tomorrow. Yes. 30 seconds after that tweet came out from NFL rumors, breaking news, the Carolina Panthers uh, are rumored to like Bryce Young more than the other quarterbacks. I literally think whoever run that runs that account literally just sits there and waits for like, is a player meeting with someone? And then he uploads rumor player interested here or X. The one yeah, thing that I no, will it, give that to credit <laughs> though, is that he literally just does that. And he has like 400,000 followers on Twitter. That's hilarious. Like, and about 60, there. 60% of the time, it's also just bullshit. Like it, it literally has that, no, but it, it's just like, I love how that shit has some relevancy when literally just Schefter tweeted Bryce Young's meeting with the Panthers. <laughs> but anyway, Odell Beckham Jr., the sweepstakes are over, Everett. Odell Beckham Jr. is a Raven. I wouldn't really call him a sweepstakes, but yeah. Oh, no, no. The, the most highly sought-after free agent, 100% in this class, more sought out than Aaron Rodgers, that guy. Well, I guess He's not technically a free not agent, a free agent. But more sought out than him. Uh, Lamar Jackson, we we don't want that guy, but we do. We we do want Odell Beckham Jr. And what a better place for Odell to go, coming off of an ACL injury, than going to Baltimore, the place that treats your ACLs the best out of any team in the NFL. Yeah, they're great. They're great I'm, at it. I, I'm gonna be uh, honest. Uh, I I'm shocked he actually picked Baltimore. I I was under the also one Odell was only going to a, a city where he liked his lifestyle there. I thought Jets made a lot of sense. Like Miami doesn't make sense, but like that's a destination where I'd consider. Like I New I'm Orleans. Oh, a hundred percent. I'm down in New yeah, Orleans too. too. Yeah. And, um. Like, oh, hundred percent. One year, one year, eighteen million though. That's a lot of money, I think, to give him. Yeah, uh, especially yeah, I... <clears throat> when they technically still. have have not paid Lamar. I don't really know how that contract has worked out. The one, so, the one interesting thing about franchise tag is that doesn't go to your cap space. So, uh, but they they tag they tagged him in a way where they tagged they tagged him in a way where now they're 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 able to negotiate to give him a contract. So technically, it can count against his cap. There. I know he's not. There's no way. So maybe that's why they gave Odell one year. They're like just oh, trying no, to figure no, this shit out. And also, I I just would not want to sign Odell to a multiple year deal. Like, there's just so many concerns there. Uh, and he's like what 31? Maybe I, I'm not exactly sure how old he is, but Odell's still an impact player. Don't get me wrong. Yes, he's not. Yes, I agree with that. One impact player though. But yeah, this is the best receiver that. Well, he will be their wide receiver one. Yeah, he I will mean, be their wide receiver one. I guess one. you could say Mark Andrews, better receiving threat, but he's the best receiver, wide receiver that Lamar's had um, since joining Baltimore. Better than uh, Hollywood, 100%. Uh, so excited, I guess, for Lamar in, in that sense. Hopefully, Odell can stay healthy. But every time we get on to the fun stuff. Uh, yeah, one. Addition. Oh. First thing I just want to say is uh, I'm very surprised how many people uh, on Twitter just do not read things or watch things before they tweet. Uh, uh, we posted out our, our Seahawks review, our Seahawks draft class, where I said I had them taking Jalen Carter. And a dude responded to me basically saying that, uh, yes, they, they said they're going to 
they're going to take Jalen Carter. This dude is dumb. And I was like, okay, so you're agreeing with me. Congratulations. I, I appreciate your support. Uh, people are not, people are not very, very smart. Um, so just take some time, you know, people put, put some care into this content. So maybe actually, uh, process it before you say something stupid. Uh, anyway, I like to to shout you out for that very nice, um, you know, request, but I know it's not going to happen. So before, before, before we get into, I know before we get into, uh, these, these two draft picks, I know you have a list that yeah. you want to share. That's uh, that's what I was going to get right into. So, uh, you know, shout out, shout out to my Ohio State faithful. Shout out to all the Ohio State fans thinking I was trying to call out Jackson Smith and Jigba. Um, I was under the impression that wearing the Ohio State hoodie and then also titling the video, these teams will ruin JSN's career. I kind of thought that'd be an indicator that I want JSN to succeed. And these other teams I think will ruin his career. So please don't take him because I don't want his career to be ruined. That's all right, though. Uh, not everyone can kind of, I, I guess it was reading between the lines there. I thought it was pretty fucking obvious. I guess not though, but that that's why we love, we love Ohio state fans. We're all fucking nuts. We're all absurd and ridiculous and crazy. If you even for a second, call out one of our guys. Yeah, no, no. We're sending a full on Ohio state army after you to just berate you on Twitter. So I shout out the boys, shout out the boys. I get it. But here's another, please don't draft less. So, as a Hendon hooker stand, I only want what's best for him. And these are the teams that could ruin his career before it begins. This is a message to the Texans, Falcons, Titans, and Commanders. Please do not draft Hendon hooker. He is not your guy. You do not want him. Tanner McKee, great option. Uh, ever give, give me another second round quarterback. Jake Heener. Jake Hayner, Jake Hayner, great quarterback. Uh, Will Levis, phenomenal quarterback. You do not Clayton want Toon. Hendon Hooker. Clayton Toon, phenomenal. You don't want him. So that is my please don't draft list. Uh, I don't really think I need to explain this too much. Uh, for, for at least Texans, Falcons, and Titans, I think it just, those teams it just speak for themselves. Let's not go there. But the commanders specifically, I know FedEx Field will ruin Hendon's ACL. So that's more of a health reason why it doesn't go with commanders. If the commanders had the exact same organization, except the owner, if they had the same GM, head coach, players, everything, but just played in Houston. No, no, no. Bad example. They played in New Orleans. Go there. 100%. On board. Not, not um, Washington, though. Uh, uh-uh, not, not Washington. That's, that's not what we're looking for here. So Let, let's, let's, let's let Sam Howell deal with that. Yeah, you can have fun there. Sam Howell, you got Terry. Um, Curtis is still there. So you got Curtis. Yep. Curtis you, is still there. You got some things to work with out there, but yeah. time to get on to another draft wish list. This time with the the <clears throat> two teams the two teams that we're doing today uh <clears throat> raiders and the falcons uh <clears throat> you know our favorites here uh on the water boy podcast i know you love the raiders grant big, yeah, no, no, big my favorite team in the raider world. advocate uh <clears throat> yeah so i was gonna say what you are with the bears i am with the raiders yeah, yeah, they're they're just kind of the, the poverty franchise and 
in the uh, division. And that's saying something considering the Lions are in mine. Anyways, um, yeah, so let's 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 do a little little reconnaissance here, okay? Uh, I originally thought with with the Las Vegas Raiders at pick seven, I originally thought that they should take a quarterback here, but after they signed Jimmy Garoppolo, now we have a couple options. To be honest, if I'm the Raiders at pick seven, I'm going to draft Christian Gonzalez. Let's shore up that secondary. They definitely could use that help. Otherwise, let's get a wide receiver here. Let's go get JSN. Let's bulk up. Let's get a partner for Devontae Adams, and let's run Hunter Renfro in the slot. Uh, my one slight thing to that, Everett, is that, I, I mean, according to draft experts, JSN's a slot guy. He can't do anything else. So we go on double slot? I don't think that exists, but... <laughs> I know, I'm kidding. Like that, You're putting a tight end on the outside. Put Raiders a tight end on the outside. JSN. I, don't, I don't think that's even in the fucking books for them. Okay, 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 okay. Um, okay. You know, I... <sighs> There's there's a couple there's a couple different options there's a couple different options here. Um, I mainly I mainly think that they're just they're going to go deep defense. I think that. Okay, let me restart. Let me restart here. Let me let me let me get a little fresh little fresh take going. Okay, obviously you you are the AFC expert. You you probably know sure know a yeah. little bit better uh, about them I, than I, did I do. I not give myself that title. Everett gave that to me, but yeah, sure, we'll take it. <laughs> We'll take we'll take it. Okay. Yeah, we'll, um, we'll run with it. Sure. Okay. We'll, we'll we'll roll. We'll roll. Um, okay, look, if I'm the Las Vegas Raiders, I'm gonna draft Christian Gonzalez at pick seven. If he's not available, I'm going to trade down a couple picks and I'm going to go and get either Nolan Smith or Kalaja Kansi later in the draft, get some draft capital. Yeah, I think right now, looking at the Raiders, uh obviously Max Crosby on the edge. I was also shocked when I it really sunk into me that he's 25. <laughs> I thought he was like 28. What the fuck? He's 25. But yeah, Max is there. Uh, you can get him some help uh, on the other side of the edge, though. I think uh, I think that could be nice. I, I think that could be a, a good yeah. I, I, I think like was it, it. Chandler like Chandler it Jones might have been there, but sure I think that they they do need right that now. interior help. Uh, but it's like. I'm not sure how much production they're getting out of. But yeah, no, I think that if I think I think that I think that this is where Christian Gonzalez will go. But if he is not available for some reason, trade down, get draft capital, and go and pick Kalijah Kansi or Nolan Smith. There you go. Uh, now, okay, here here's the 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 kickers. All right, now we're on the Falcons. All right, the Falcons. Falcons have a couple couple not couple. They have a lot of issues. They have a lot of issues. Um, but the main thing with the Falcons at picks at for the Falcons at pick eight, I'm either going to go for the secondary or I'm going to go wide receiver. Personally, if I'm the Falcons, I'm going to draft JSN here, pair him up with Drake London. However, I feel like that's not a Falcons move and they're going to get Quinton Johnson, although I think that he sucks. So uh, do with that information as you will. Yeah, the, the Quentin Johnson hate's never going to end here. I, I'm on, like, okay, this is the thing. If Quentin Johnson ends up being a star in the oh. 0.001% chance it happens, like, I'll eat my crow. I'll eat all my words. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. 
the only thing though is like I I don't think I've ever been this confident in a guy not being good if he goes to the NFL and Quinn. Yeah. So I mean, look, I'll ran, I'll restate this. Four or five, Everett. Yeah, I'm gonna restate this. I'm gonna restate this because they might just be like, oh, he's gonna be a blocking wide receiver. No, he's not. That that doesn't exist. Um, <laughs> you don't make no. in the NFL uh, blocking ability. You use 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 this one though. Use this one though. Use this for the Falcons. For the Falcons at pick eight, I'm either taking a wide receiver or a cornerback. Assuming Christian Gonzalez is gone, I'm going to draft JSN. But knowing the Falcons won't do that, they're probably going to draft Quinton Johnson. But I think he sucks. So please draft JSN. Yeah, no, I think I think that's perfect. Uh, I I I just think we'll see a we'll see a blunder there. We'll see a, a mismanagement. We're gonna see a fuck up. Yeah, uh, there's gonna be a blunder. There's gonna, there's gonna be a blunder there. That pick. Uh, I, I'm just really curious to see where Jackson lands. I really do think that Jackson could take the top off of a defense. And by that, I mean, not speed wise. I mean, more so can evolve your offense to just new heights. If, I think if Jackson Arthur, if Arthur Smith, if Arthur Smith wasn't the head coach of the Falcons and Desmond Ritter wasn't their starting quarterback, literally put Baker Mayfield in there. Imagine an offense that was Kyle Pitts, Drake London, and Jackson Smith and Jigba. To, to be completely honest, as a man who drafted Kyle Pitts, uh, well, not drafted Kyle Pitts, but traded for Kyle Pitts early in the year, and I think he that's why I said six. That's why I said. That's why uh, I said if I'm Arthur so Smith isn't. Now. Imagine I said if Arthur Smith is not the head coach, he is not calling the plays. Oh, I was more so just thinking from the fact that this might just be like the Nets trio where one of those three will be hurt like at all times and they can never well, all be on. Well, Kyle, Pitt, Kyle Pitts wasn't, wasn't, he was hurt for a bit, but the issue was more so uh, they refused to throw to him. Even if he was wide that open. as well, that as well, that as well. But I, he was like shut down at the end. He's dead to me. I'll never draft him again. Uh, uh, yes, he is, he's... What team is Waller on to now? Giants. Danny Dimes. Um, but Damn it, I'm talking with myself that, into potentially thinking about drafting him now, which is a big mistake. Big his mistake. quarterback's Danny Dimes. No, no, I know, I know. That should answer your question. Uh, but with that, thank you guys so much for watching, listening. Rate us five stars on Spotify. Make sure to download our podcast and share with all of your friends. You can find us on YouTube, TikTok, and on Twitter at Waterboy Pod. Make sure to subscribe, like, favorite, comment, share, download on YouTube as well. Uh, <clears throat> follow us on TikTok. And with that, you can follow us, our own handles here. With that, thank you guys so much for watching. Waterboy's out.